While many fields in Manitoba have a new base layer of snow, the dry conditions are a theme throughout the country. According to Canada's drought monitor, as of November 30th, about 81% of the country's agricultural land was under abnormally dry or exceptional drought conditions. We're looking for uh, some snow cover as well as spring rains to help replenish that and get uh, get things off to a good start next spring. Part of a story there from Global News reporter Marnie Blunt joining us now to talk more about farmers, how they're doing, and how I'm sure they're happy to see more snow in the forecast. Jake Ayer, VP at Keystone Ag Producers. Jake, good morning. Good morning. How happy are you and, and your members? Well, probably myself, I noticed this morning that uh, we got some snow again and you can see the white stuff coming from the clouds and probably unlike most people, I think we're pretty happy to see it. Yeah, no kidding. Where do you farm, by the way, Jake? So we're uh, straight south of Brandon, a uh, little metropolis called Minto is where we farm. Minto, about sure. Two and, a, two and a half hours yeah. west of the city. Yeah, no, know it well. So you'll get most of this snow. Right? We're, we're getting 10 to 15 here in Winnipeg, more in Westman. So you're hoping, your fingers are crossed, that you're going to get a, a good dump of snow. Yeah, it's it's been weird to, to you know, have a, a, for lack of a better term, a, a brown Christmas, no snow. And normally this time of year, you're driving on the highway and you see a sled or two ripping around or you have friends or colleagues that like to take their sleds out on the trails and that hasn't been happening. But as I said to a friend in Winnipeg yesterday, I was coming home uh, last night and I saw uh, snowmobiles going in the ditch. So it was kind of a welcoming sight. Yeah, this is part of the... Uh, the good news right snow now but i mean rain in the spring matters it 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 really is much more than just this but this is a nice start considering we haven't had much snow this winter yes for sure definitely the snow is, is a part of it uh you know we have a lot of um say spring or fall crops that were sown in that august september and then they germinate and they, they go dormant through the winter and they rely on that that snow cover is kind of an instant elation to stop you know, winter killing some of that cold from, from killing those plant stands. But, uh, yeah, for sure the snow definitely, it helps. But like you said, the spring rains and, and spring moisture is, and in-season moisture is what's going to get us to the finish line. Yeah, and some of your members, of course, are cattle producers. I imagine they have kind of been enjoying uh, the milder temperatures and the lack of snow. It makes easier what they do. I was going to say, it makes it a lot easier to go outside and work outside when it's been milder and and not that minus 40 that we all uh, come to have that love-hate relationship in Manitoba with. Mm-hmm. What about cost? Because I was talking to Harry Siemens about this yesterday. Like us, when we go to the grocery store, we're paying more. Farmers are paying more for everything as well, right? Fertilizers, all of it. Yeah, so everything has kind of gone off on a cost scale, machinery, uh, input costs, just kind of all in all across the board. But the only thing that's remained relatively stable over the last say 30 plus years has been the commodity prices so mm-hmm. at the end of the day a, a farm a farmer's not receiving any more money for what they've been producing they've just been having to uh, kind of be a little sharper with the pencil and figure out how to how to make those costs work yeah hey jake thanks a lot for this i'm, I'm glad we connected it was a bit difficult earlier this week but i'm glad we got you on for a few minutes today thanks a lot all good thanks for having me you bet jake air Vice President at Keystone Agricultural Producers. Phone lines are open, by the way, if you want to talk about anything that we're talking about here today, 780 
6868. You can email me, Hal, at cgob.com. You can text that number or grab a phone line. Getting some reaction to our uh, question of the day at cjob.com, and it relates to Winnipeg Transit. By the way, uh, we're going to hear from Clay Young, or you'll hear Clay Young, who was on Winnipeg Transit this morning. He was out there with uh, Bob Christmas. He had Janice Lukes on, Deputy Mayor. He had Mayor Scott Gillingham on. Some really good audio that I'll share with you coming up here in our next segment. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you the vote uh, so far on the options at cgob.com. But here's what Kathy said in a text message to me on Transit 780-6868. Well, actually, you know what? Let me do the, the vote because Kathy says we need another option. That's right. I forgot about this. So... Uh, right now, we're asking you at cgob.com, if you don't already take the bus, what's stopping you? Over half of you, almost 60% of you, in fact, say it just doesn't make sense for my commute. And we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. 29% are there about saying overall reliability. 14% say it's safety. I'm surprised that's not higher. And then very few votes for service isn't great in my area. Those are the options. Kathy says in her text message how you need another option in your question of the day at cglb.com. All of the above. Kathy goes on to say, riding the bus does not seem safe unless you live within a block of Henderson Highway Service in North Kildonan sucks, Kathy says. Taking two buses with a 30-minute commute does not make sense. When I can take my car and get to work in six minutes, I can walk it in 45 minutes. Yes. And as you'll hear in some of the audio with Clay Young after a quick break here, um, we're hearing more about basically an overhaul of Winnipeg Transit. It was scheduled for 2026, but it's now happening 2025. So about a year and a half from now, and this is a major overhaul, so maybe that will address some of Kathy's concerns. Text messages and emails on the multitude of subjects we've been touching on here today over the past hour and a half. So that's coming up in 15 minutes. But I will read this one from Ryan, 780-6868. Good morning, Hal. Enjoy your show. I'm in North Kildonan, and I am just about to put my bathrobe through the wash, LOL. And, of course, yesterday that was the answer to our tough trivia question, right? The average person has not washed their bathrobe in six months. (laughs) So it was a reminder. If nothing else, it was a reminder because apparently I've reminded Ryan to wash his bathrobe. Good luck with that, Ryan. Yes, and come on, people, wash your bathrobes, please. Speaking of tough trivia, I had a question for you before the news at 11.30. Jeff Forche, do we have a winner? We do. Marjorie. Marjorie will be enjoying that Santa Lucia pizza gift certificate because Marjorie knew... This is interesting, too. I mean, yesterday the bathrobe thing was interesting. This is, too. Stats show that women are 20% more likely to help cover up a crime than men. Interesting. Hmm. More of your text messages and emails coming up, as I said, in 15 minutes, and we'll squeeze in as many other stories as we can because I've always got several stories that 
I sometimes have time for, and sometimes I don't. We'll see how many we have time for, along with your text messages and emails coming up. But a conversation that I've been looking forward to for a few days now. Joining us on the phone, Dr. Gord McTavish, founder and medical director at Heartland Fertility Clinic. Dr. Gord, good morning. Good morning, Hal. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for doing this. Let me just share a stat with people that might surprise uh, everybody. One in six people deal with infertility, and that number has about doubled since the 1980s. Do we know why? Uh, We don't know fully why. I think sometimes it's just uh, that more people are are coming uh, to uh, seek out fertility uh, treatments. Sometimes it's people delaying starting their families uh, outside their 20s and into their 30s when sometimes our fertility rates are starting to decline. So there's sometimes a variety of potential causes. And when they come to see uh, uh, expert uh, physicians or fertility specialists at Heartland, which has been providing services for a while, um, they often get some investigations to find out some potential causes. Well, and we'll talk about Heartland and how it is bigger and better now, but it has really been, Heartland has been really important in Winnipeg and Manitoba, that fertility clinic that you founded, uh, because this has been a bit of a desert when it comes to um, infertility and help for that. Well, exactly. I mean, we've been, uh, it's been a great opportunity to take care of people over the last 25 to 27 years that we've been at Heartland uh, on Portage Avenue. And it's truly very exciting that we've uh, expanded into a new clinic to offer, you know, up to the um, uh, state of the art uh, innovations and treatments, both medically and surgically here in Manitoba. And I think it's been great because in the past, sometimes people had to go out of province for this. And it's uh, wonderful that we've got uh, an excellent facility and we've grown into an excellent facility that will even uh, see more patients, uh, that we can treat more patients that are struggling with infertility. So is it that you're bigger now or better as well? Can you do more things now at this new uh, fertility state, as you said, state-of-the-art fertility and IVF center? Well, I always like to think that we've been better. (laughs) Now, sure. but we've moved we've moved from a smaller location on Portage Avenue because the demands for fertility were growing, and uh, we've uh, gone from a, a space of about sixty five hundred square feet to close to fifteen thousand square feet, and it's improving access to both uh, um, in, new innovations for infertility treatments like IVF. We also uh, have an uh, on-site hysteroscopy suite where we can do some minor surgical evaluations to assess a lady's uterus to see if this uh, is a potential cause of her having some subfertility. So, yes, we've uh, uh, certainly expanded, and we needed to grow to accommodate the need uh, to help uh, Manitobans and Northwestern Ontario people to improve their chances to get pregnant and start a family. How difficult has it been, and with this new center, is it going to be easier for somebody to or a couple to get in to see a Dr. Gord McTavish? <laughs> well, we have done a lot of things to try and improve access to patients. You know, prior to this, we've been always waiting for referrals from family physicians and uh, gynecologists locally in the community. But recently, we've opened up to self-referrals where a lot of uh, individuals can actually direct, directly refer to the clinic because we've brought on new doctors into our team. of fam- You know, we've got some new family physicians. 
We've got uh, six uh, fertility specialists. We're well-equipped with embryologists, nurses, and administrative staff that are ready to help uh, uh, improve access to a lot of the individuals and, and people that want to have fertility treatments. Dr. McTavish, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to join me here today. And this is great news, right, uh, for people that, that struggle with infertility and to know that uh, you're there. And, and now uh, Heartland has grown to take on more people, help more people, and be able to do more is wonderful news for this community. It truly is wonderful news, Hal. And, you know, we're truly very excited here at Heartland. And and we've been very honored to be able to take care of uh, uh, people over the last 27 uh, years at the original Heartland Fertility and really look forward to an exciting future ahead and, and making access to individuals struggling even more available. All the best. Thanks for this. Thanks very much, Hal. And I really enjoy listening to your show, too. <laughs> ah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. A listener and a guest now. <laughs> okay. You take care. Thanks <laughs> Thanks, again. doctor.